Hi, you're listening to the podcast of Victory Santa Rosa. We pray that this message encourages you on your journey of faith in Jesus. The title of our new series is called Think Outside the Box. It's a seldom word we use here in the Philippines. I was actually thinking, bakit ginamit yung box? Well, a box is actually referring to the currency in the U.S. called U.S. dollar. The story behind that is that there used to be a time in America where a deer skin is used to trade goods. Wala pang ano, wala. There's no U.S. currency, but they would use the deer skin. And so it is carried on later on where they have to come up with their own currency. And it's a colloquial term to say, hey, do you have a couple bucks? When I first read it, I didn't really understand. I'm a Filipino. It took a while for me, a few seconds, like, ah, pera pala to. So, that goes to say, we're going to talk about finances in the next couple weeks with us today. All right, why don't you stand on your feet? Let's read the Word of God this morning. Let's look at how Jesus responded to a rich fool. That's what he said. Read along with me on Luke chapter 12. Verses 13 to 21. If you have your Bibles with you, read it with me. If not, the screen is for you. And it says, Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. But he said to him, Man, who made me a judge or arbitrator over you? And he said to them, Take care. And be on guard against all covetousness. For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. And he told them a parable saying, The land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, What shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns. And build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax. Eat. Drink. Be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you. And the things you have prepared, whose will they be? So in the one who lays up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. This is the reading of his word. Let's pray. Father, thank you for the reading of your word. Father, I pray that you would open our hearts and our mind so that we will be able to learn from your word this morning. In Jesus' name, amen. If you look at Luke chapter 12, a very interesting part where the author was writing a lot of stories about Jesus telling parables to his disciples. In fact, 
If you look at the last verse of chapter 12, it says, As he went away there, the scribes and the Pharisees began to praise him hard and to provoke him to speak about many things, lying in wait for him to catch him in something he might say. So he was teaching his disciples, and there's a lot of questions from the teachers of that day. They were waiting for him to commit mistakes. They were trying to trap him in so many cases. And so let's jump into chapter 12, verse 13. He was teaching his disciples, and all of a sudden, a man stood out. Well, not stood out. I'm just using my imagination. A man shouted and said, Teacher! Sabi niya, Teacher! A man stood out and said, Teacher! Sabi niya, Tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. And so, the 13 to 21, that's 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Nine, tama ba? Nine verses. Si Pastor hindi talaga marunong magbilang. Ano? Nine verses. In nine verses, Jesus was talking to his disciples. And there are so many scenarios. So first, join with me as he focuses on that guy. So first scenario, there was the brother. Okay? Let's just call him the brother. There's this guy. He said, Teacher, Tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. What does that mean? Why would all of a sudden a guy from the crowd, not a disciple, would stand up, interrupt the teacher? Is it possible that this guy is having a problem with the division of the inheritance? Possibly on. On the other side, it's also possible that this guy was preparing in case this will happen. Will you tell my brother to divide it properly? In their culture, the Jewish culture, the eldest brother gets half of the inheritance. So picture with me. If you, your family has 100 hectares, how many would go to the eldest? Ah, yun yung talagang sumagot. 50 hectares. Now, if you're a brother, and you probably would think, wow, all the copra, all the coconut, all the, it's a productive 50. And I get all the sandy, the rocky part. This is not fair. But that's the law. That's the culture. Do you know why it goes to the eldest? Not because the eldest is the most favorite one, but the eldest will take care of the family. The eldest would actually take care of the whole family. He becomes the father of the house. Therefore, the law in their time would actually allow the eldest. Now, it's carried on in our generation that in some families, Today, that's actually a problem. That's actually an issue in the house. Who gets what? Oh, yeah, I get the roof. You get the kitchen. Eh, isang bahay lang yung inheritance. 
I get the bedroom. Bahala ka. Right? But that's an issue. So this guy was two things that comes to mind. The scripture is silent. But this guy just stood up in the crowd. There's thousands of people there. Jesus was, how do I know thousands? You read the scripture, it says thousands of people were there. You remember the news in Korea? Nagstampid. Thousands of young people. They posted and a lot of people died. I was imagining, wow, if this is the case, this guy must be really courageous asking the teacher, what should I do? Can you tell my brother? His response was, man, okay pala si Jesus, no? Parang ngayon lang, hey man, man, who made the judge or arbiter over you? If, ako lang naman to, Inisip ko, parang siguro na-irritate si Jesus. Ano? Nagtuturo kasi siya about certain important things. And then this guy interrupts. Have you ever had that conversation when you have something so important and then you get interrupted? Pastor, anong masasabi mo dito? Bahala ka sa buhay mo. Diba? Parang ganun. Inisip ko lang naman. Diba? Pero siyempre hindi nyo iniisip yun dahil mabait kayo. Yan. In English, You don't think like that, like pastor. But I'm imagining as I read the scripture, wow, Jesus said, man, who made you a judge? In other words, Jesus know that the context in which this guy was asking, there was already a law that decides what will happen. Right? And it's rightly so. And so, that was what was happening. And then he said, and this is, of course, it's Jesus. He's God. He already know what's going on in the brother's mind and that guy's heart. The same brother. And he said, take care and be on your guard against all covetousness. Not some, but all. In NIV it says, all kinds of greed. Matindito si Jesus. Nabasa. He knows. In other words, his response, okay ka lang, te. Mukhang ginaw na ginaw ka dyan sa likod. <laughs> Kaya mag-jacket kayo papunta dito sa church. <laughs> Aawa ako sa'yo. <laughs> Masaya to. You take all the coldness here so that when you go home, at least mapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapapap
where the enemy presses a button that you start comparing. Ay, mabuti pa si Vizcello. Merong magandang ano dito. Ako rubber band lang. Diba? It starts with simple things. It's not gonna start with billions and billions. It starts with small things. And then you start, oh yes, that hat really looks nice on him. I should buy a better one. Huh? Ah. And then it starts. Before you knew it, your heart gives in to a wider door for you to start comparing. Alvin, sa totoo lang, kinompare ko yung height ko sa'yo eh. He's my favorite guy this morning. Nung una ko siyang nakita, talagang, uy, bago to. Itinabihan ko, siyempre, pastor. Pagtayo niya, ay, ang tangkad pala nito. Eh, hindi kaya. Nagkukubit ako nang haalam na mahalam ko naman talaga. Wala nang ibubuga yung height ko. Kahit anong stretch ni Raul sa akin, wala nang talaga. Wala nang chance yan. Kung ganun kayo mag-isip, if that's the only thing you are coveting, Unfortunately, you don't covet about how handsome pastor is. You will covet how good-looking pastor is because he's got nice jacket. Sa ukay-ukay lang to. Huwag kayong padala sa mata. Alam niyo yung ukay-ukay in English? What is ukay-ukay? Something like that. You ukay-ukay and find the treasure. Ay, paborito niyo yan, right? Huh? Salvation Army. A great translation. You go to Salvation Army. Kaya, don't be fooled. Your heart can be very deceived. I like that. I will look for that in Zara. Excuse me. Wala sa Zara yan. Nasa okay, okay lang yan. Right? And be very careful. What's the point, Pastor? Be guard, be on guard against all covetousness. Lahat, 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 lahat. Be on guard. Why? Because our hearts can easily open opportunities. The Bible is very clear. In fact, the Tenth Commandment, it says, do not covet. And we forget that. And because it's in from the Old Testament, there's a purpose why the Ten Commandments was given. There's a wisdom of God right there. And He knows how we function. If you are not convinced, look at Colossians chapter 3, verse 5. talks about covetousness as an idolatry. It starts with covetousness and it would end up idolatry. And that is why God does not want us to give into those things. Why? Because sa totoo lang, He wants to be the only one that would be worshipped in our hearts. If billions of pesos creeps in, chances are He will be put on the side in our lives. In my previous church, victory rin. <laughs> previous location. Okay? Victory Baka sabihin nyo, ay baka galing naman sa ibang church itong pastor na to. No, it's also in victory. Because we deal with young people and students and all. And so, there was a time where we deal with a lot of fresh graduates and we pray and, Pastor, I am praying for a job. Oh, wow! God answered the job. We're all rejoicing. Pastor, I'm praying for a car. Oh, wow! God provided a car. When the car came, we do not see him in church anymore. 
because Sunday is the only time to go to Tagaytay. What happened? What happened? Be on guard. Medyo mabigat-bigat ang ating message ngayon. Kailangan. We need to be confronted with things so we will be prepared to face. And then it says, For one's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Do you know that the more possessions you have, the harder it is for you? You get so confused. How do I know? I only have but six shoes. That's part of my possession. I get confused. Which one to wear? Kakainis naman to. Magde-decide ba? Pwede bang wag nalang isipin? Eh, sapatos lang yun. If you go to my house before you enter the door, which I will not invite you, I'm just letting you know. Grabe naman to si Pastor. Kasi wala kayong space. Dito na lang tayo. You know you have those shoe rack that tells you how many shoes? I have seven pairs. Be honest with you. I love shoes. It's confusing. Can I just have simple life where I don't have to choose what to wear for the day? Kaya yung marami kang mga bagay-bagay, nakaka-confuse. Kaya bawal ang maraming asawa, isa lang. Para hindi ka na ma-confuse. Patama naman to si pastor. Eh, biblical naman yan. Di ba kung marami kang girlfriend, may kaibigan ka, maraming girlfriend, nakukonfuse yun. Kaya ang ginagawa ng mayaman na maraming asawa at maraming bahay, yung bahay nila pareho ang design. Tapos, para lahat-lahat pareho, pati amoy, para hindi siya makonfuse. May kakilala lang kayong ganon. For once does not consist in the abundance of his possession. What does that mean? My friends, it's so important for us to think about such things. To be on guard so you and I will not be deceived by the riches of this world. Go to scene number two. Hindi kasalanang number two. But the scenario number two. The rich man. Sabi niya dito, and he told them a parable. This is Jesus switching to the disciples. First, he was with the man, with the brother, and then he went to the disciples and said, the land of a rich man produced plentifully. In other words, crops. Because back then, Jesus would use farm as an example or Or being a farmer, marami niyang ganyan na ginagamit. No? And he thought to himself, what shall I do for I have nowhere to store my crops? Grabe, he's blessed. Right? In our generation, crops to, baka in our generation, now, baka kotse, ang dami-dami niyang kotse. He needs to start thinking, what do I do with all my cars? Sabi niya, And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barn. So in other words, yung garahe niya, hindi na magkasi lahat ng kanyang mga kotse. Ang iniisip ko lang naman, yung mga tongkang cars. Yeah. Ang problema yun, pagbata ka, di ba? Marami. Yung gagawa ka, bibili ka na. Naggawa ba kayo ng, gagawa ka ba ng ganun? Bro, lungkot naman ng buhay. Ah, okay. Hindi malungkot. Ang ganun din, di ba? Marami ka na malalaruan. Ah, hindi Lego. Hindi pa kasi oso yung Lego ng panahon ko. 
So, gawa-gawa lang kami ng mga card, yung mga kotse. Tapos, made out of kahoy. Tapos, dadami na siya ng dadami. Tapos, gagawa ka pa ng barns. Naisip ko lang naman, baka ganito yun. Pero sa kanya, mga crops. And he says, I will tear down my barns and will build larger ones and there I will store all my grain and my goods. It sounded like this is a very responsible guy. Right? Because he does not want to miss the opportunity of not keeping and putting in the right place all of the things that he is getting. There's nothing wrong with being responsible. There's nothing wrong with having so much. But if you notice, in these three verses alone, the word I mentioned five times. My is mentioned three times. What's the point? He was to himself. There was no other opportunity for someone to speak into his life. He was only thinking about, what can I do? What will I do? This is my thing. This is my thing. What's the point? Because you and I are following Christ, we have to be very careful to think of these things on my own, of the things on your own. If you are having so much money, we'll help you spend. Hindi naman problema yan. Tawagan mo lang si Pastor. We will go to Europe together. For sure, hindi naman mangyayari yan. Uh, but, come on. If you go solo, you'll have more chances of being selfish, my friend. Now, I'm talking to a congregation that's very generous. I know that. So, ang perspective natin ngayon, meron ka lang kakilala. Okay? Huwag mong isipin, ikaw yung kinakausap ko. Okay? Gumanong-ganon ka lang. Siyempre, may, kaka- may kakilala ko. Pastor, tama ka. Ganon lang. Right? Hindi ikaw. Right? Okay pa ba, ba tayo? Magkakaibigan pa rin tayo? Hindi nyo na ako i-invite. Hindi ka rin mag-i-invite sa bahay mo. <laughs> Tabla lang. Right? So, so, brother, rich man. And so, scenario number three, what happens to the guy? After building another barn, after getting all the goods, what happened to him? What happened to the rich man? Well, verse 19, it says, And I will say to my soul, Kinausapan niya yung lungkot. Siya lang, di ba? Soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax. Eat. Drink. Be merry. Yun yung sabi ng rich man. But God said to him, ito yung masakit. Fool! You know, in Tagalog, masakit to pakinggan eh. Sabi sa Tagalog Bible, basahin nyo mamaya, Bobo! Gusto mo bang matawag ng bobo? Kaya medyo masakit. Ano? Paano ko nalaman? Si Pastor Miko po. Mahilig magbasa ng... Tagalog Bible. So, nagko-compare kami ng mga notes. Sabi niya, grabe naman to, bro. Tingnan mo, oh. ang tawag sa full, bubo. Bubo, parang, diba? parang masakit pakinggan. But that's what it is. It says, full the night. The night, this night your soul is required of you. Masakit kung tawagin kang full. 
Gusto mo ba nun? I don't think I'd like to be called fool. Fool, the other meaning of the word fool has something to do with your mind, your intellect decision, intellectual decision. In other words, hindi ka nag-iisip. Hindi ka naman kasi nag-iisip eh. Marami ka naman pwedeng gawin. How does one carry such kind or how does one respond? And so, here's a few things that in my observation, he was called a fool. And then, he ran out of time. He was not able to recover. His soul was taken back. In other words, namatay siya. And then, ang ending nun, saan napupunta? Where does all these things go through? Who would it go through? Go through. Go to. Kanino mapupunta? We were talking about billions of dollars. Here's a guy who actually won a lottery in the States. Now, in America, you seldom have people uh, tell the world about them winning the lottery. But this guy came out. And he said, his name is Jack, Jack Whitaker. Since I won the lottery, there's no control for greed for him. This guy won 100 million plus dollars. There's no control. In this photo, that's his granddaughter who died on an overdose. Grabby because he can afford to buy things. He can afford. He's got the money. In fact, when I started reading about his life, it says that he would just leave hundreds and thousands of dollars cash in his car. So people would steal. And he doesn't care. This is what he said. Since I won the lottery, I think there is no control for greed. Jack Whitaker said, I think if you have something, there's always someone else that wants it. I wish I'd torn the ticket up. Sa dulo, nagsisirin siya. Umaman. What's the point here this morning? Is it, the issue is not about you getting rich. This is not about being rich and poor. The issue about our hearts. Worsby said, Worsby is a commentator. He's uh, one of those bright guys. He said, the greatest tragedy, tragedy is not what man, the man left behind, but what lay before him is eternity without God. And then he goes on by saying, the man lived without God, and he died without God. And his wealth was an incident in his life. Imagine that wealth that he had was only an incident in his life. Life without God is such a sad thing to have. This is his comment about Luke chapter 12. I was talking about this man, this rich man, whose wealth was there, but there was no one who could actually enjoy that wealth that he accumulated. So Jesus ended up his teaching by saying, so is the one who lays up treasure for himself and is not rich towards God. In other words, as I said earlier, the issue is not 
having more money. The issue right here, my friends, is how is your heart when it comes to finances? Do you covet more because of what you have seen? Because finances is important. I don't think you would live without one. I'd like to have more. I don't know if you were honest enough. You would say, Lord, would you bless me? Have you done that prayer? Would you bless me, God? Would you give me more money so I could have more? But the question is, what is that more that you are intending that finances for? That is dictated by the issue of your heart. Having possession or wealth is not wrong. It is putting your security in them that makes it wrong. Your security is in God. I have known and have friends who are filthy rich. I use the word filthy because they're just so rich. They work six months. They go to mission six months. And I said, Lord, what an amazing perspective that they have in life. I was talking to a businessman the other day. And he said, Pastor, what is wrong when you just want to help people? There's nothing wrong with helping people. But is that what God, I'm just putting a balance also, is that what God wants you to do? Because helping people should not be a burden. It should be a blessing to you and your family. I've been married for 34 years and I celebrated for the first time and I will not do it again. I don't recommend to celebrate your anniversary away from your spouse. Thank God for video calls and free video calls at that. But I remember... On the day of our wedding, this is one declaration we have. And I want you to stand on your feet as we end the preaching this morning. Hebrews 13.5 is the declaration that my wife and I stood before God 34 years ago. And we said, keep your life free from the love of money and be content with what you have. For he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Friends, I want to leave that with us this morning. Sure, we do have desires, godly desires. But the balance that I want to bring today is this. God has said He will never leave us nor forsake us. In other words, He has prepared for everything that you need. Maybe not your wants. He has prepared a wife for those single, a husband for those single that will provide for you. For us couples, God has provided more than you can think and imagine. Why? Because He is our Adonai. You remember the word Adonai last week. Adonai means He will take care of us. He's got our back. He is our Lord. He is our owner. He is our master. 
He's not gonna leave you hanging. He is with you all the way through. What's the point in today's message? I pray that we will not be like the rich fool nor the young brother, but we will go to the opposite and say, Lord, deal with me and my heart today. Because really, a heart is something that is very deceitful. We cannot trust. God will give you what you need. Maybe not what you want. But the needs that you have is there. This has been the Victory Santarosa podcast. To see more church updates, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Victory Santa Rosa.